declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. I want to declutter, but I don't have the time to do it. This is a really common obstacle that I come across many people saying. There are so many reasons why you can be short on time. Work, kids, caring for others, activities, studying, dealing with housework, feeding the family, the list goes on. Some people literally have a full schedule all week and some people are busy a lot of the time and in their downtime they have so much on their mind that it never really feels like they have free time. This episode is relevant for both situations. I'll be sharing tips to declutter when you literally have no time as well as freeing up more time for those who aren't the best at managing their time to make time for it. Not everything that I'm going to share will be relevant for everyone, but I'm sure you'll find something helpful in this quick episode. I'm going to start by talking about how clutter is robbing you from your time. Everything we own not only takes up a little bit of our space, but it takes up our time too. Let's use the example of a pair of shoes. There's the time that you spend using them, choosing them, putting them on, etc. There's the time that you spend putting them away after you've taken them off and left them somewhere random in the house, digging through to find them, or moving them out of the way to find other shoes. You might have to clean them if they get dirty too. Now, someone who owns 70 pairs of shoes is going to spend more minutes of their week on shoes compared to someone with one pair. That's just an example. I don't think that you should only own one pair of shoes. The goal of finding your own version of minimalism is not to get your belongings to as close to zero as possible. It's to get your belongings as close as possible as to what serves you best. If you have excess beyond that, the excess is likely to be clutter and is taking more time from you. With the shoes, it's not a big deal. But with that happening with many types of items through your whole house, the time adds up. A few seconds or minutes again and again and again all throughout the day, it really does add up. And if you have young kids, you'll know all about things that you don't even use needing to be tidied up constantly because the kids are pulling it all out. Having excess stuff also makes housework more complicated and take longer. There's a statistic out there claiming that eliminating clutter would reduce the time you spend on housework by 40%. That can be hours every week and we feel it. Another study has shown that women who perceive their homes to be cluttered tend to have unhealthy patterns of stress hormone levels. 
Then there's the time that we spend finding items. Apparently the average American, and this isn't a diss on Americans, this is just where this data has come from, <laughs> spend an average of 2.5 days each year looking for lost items. For me, it would be nowhere near average. And the time that I spend looking for lost items is always the same item, my phone. It's the only thing in my home that doesn't have a home because it follows me around the whole house. Anyway, I think you get the picture that an excess of stuff ends up stealing your time from you. Having just the stuff that serves us means that the time we spend on our stuff is worth it because it's the stuff that's serving us. And decluttering is the process of going through, sorting, and making some decisions on what's going to serve us best moving forward and clearing out the rest. Yes, it takes time, but the time that you take to declutter is winning you back time for future you. If something is a priority to us, we just make time for it. I'm not going to be all unrealistically optimistic about this and imply that if you've got five kids, a full-time job, and an incontinent puppy that by prioritizing decluttering your schedule will magically start freeing up. But any time that you can find for decluttering is going to pay off. Right, I'm going to run over some tips for creating more time. The first is to get really clear on your why. Whether that's recognizing how much time clutter is really stealing from you, or perhaps you really value how your home looks and feels, or the low levels of stress that come with all of that. Maybe you have a big transition coming up, like moving or having a baby or whatever. Just take a moment to get really clear on why you actually want to declutter. When you know why you want to do something, that will help in finding more time for it, because there's a strong emotion driving it. Like when you're watching an episode of Netflix and it ends on a cliffhanger and then suddenly the next 40 minutes of your life free up and you're going to find out what happens. Once you've got the strong emotional drive then you can find time that you already have. So decluttering your entire house takes a decent amount of time but if you're just beginning maybe don't look at the whole project just yet. Know what your initial goals are. Maybe it's getting your wardrobe decluttered or your linen cupboard and just focus on getting time for that. Is there any time coming up where you have a few hours? Or maybe you can go for like 45 minutes a day a few times a week. Or maybe you have a day where there's nothing planned and you can make it a decluttering day. Whatever works for your schedule, block it out and make a note. Maybe make like a physical note or put it in your Google Calendar or something so you can commit to making that time specifically for decluttering. If you're struggling to find any free time, is there anything you're spending time on that would be reprioritized? A good example of this is technology. I'm a sucker for wasting time on technology. There's the obvious time spent on things like Netflix, where you're quite aware of how much time you're actually spending on it, but our social media apps can drain a lot of our time too. It's pretty confronting to go into your phone usage and see an average of like two hours a day spent scrolling. Yeah, that's been my experience and I have a one-year-old. Like, how am I even doing that? I love having app blockers for this. You can download a free app, there's a few of them around, and then set how much time you want to spend on certain apps, i.e. social media or other time-wasting apps, and then your phone won't let you spend any more time on it. If you're spending an hour a day on social media without even realizing, you can set a 15-minute daily limit and bam, you've just found 45 minutes for decluttering that you didn't even know you had. 
Okay, so now you've worked out where you can get some time for decluttering, but it's not much. Maybe it's a three-hour session once or twice a week. Maybe it's 30 minutes a few times a week. How do you make the most of it? I've got some tips for making good use of the decluttering time. My most important tip is complete whole sections of categories before moving on. This is because decluttering is about intentionality. It can be beneficial to remove a bit of the clutter from here or there, but decluttering will last forever if you do it like that. You want to take out one section or category and bring it to a place of complete intentionality where all your belongings actually belong and you've designated a home for them. Doing one section at a time is also important if you don't have long stretches of time to declutter because you'll probably have to pause and come back to it. On that note, prepare yourself to be able to jump in to decluttering when you get the time, whether that's having your donation bags and label maker good to go or just being mentally prepared that when like the baby goes down for a nap that you've got a date with the linen cupboard, that sort of thing. You'll want to work with a plan. As I said earlier, your whole house is a huge job. In my decluttering course, I've got a plan for doing your whole house. But if you're doing it without guidance and you're just getting started and you don't have much time, drafting out a big, huge plan for your whole house is going to overwhelm you. Just make a plan for your first priorities so you know what you're working on. Okay, now a tip for anyone who has any disposable money. If you are struggling with money, you'll be doing the best you can with what you have available to you. If you have money, you can create more time by buying it back. If you're a mum, that could look like hiring a babysitter for four hours while you declutter. Even if it's your 12-year-old niece for $10 an hour and they play down one end of the house while you're decluttering in the other. If you're a business owner, it might look like delegating some of your work to someone else to free up your time. And if you're an employee, it might look like doing a meal delivery program for a few weeks and replacing the time that you would usually be spending cooking dinner with doing a nightly decluttering session. Look at what you're spending your time on and consider if there's a way that you can pay to delegate some of the time that you're spending on things to free up some of your time for decluttering. Another way money can help you declutter is paying for a professional to help. When there's a lot of decisions to make, a pro organizer can't make those for you. You'll still be present in the process, but it will speed up the process. I have another episode about hiring a pro organizer, so if that is something you're interested in, go check that out. Well, that pretty much wraps up all my tips on decluttering when you don't have time. I want to stress to you, though, to go easy on yourself. Be realistic. If you have a house full of stuff, it's going to take you a long time to get through it all, especially if you don't have much time. But all of the little sorting sessions that you do will totally be worth it. Take some before photos and then look back on them when you finish an area. Underneath and in between all your clutter is your loved and useful possessions that you'll be able to really enjoy post decluttering. Oh, and I have a really fun challenge coming up. It's called the 12 Days of Post-Christmas Decluttering and it's a decluttering challenge I'm hosting for the second year now, perfect for the time-poor human. I've selected 12 categories or subcategories that should only take about 15 minutes to declutter. 
So 15 minutes a day for 12 days, you'll be feeling lighter and more accomplished heading into the new year. It starts Boxing Day. I haven't got the sign-on for it live yet, but if you're keen, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll let you know when you can sign on. It's free, by the way, if I haven't already said that. Cool. So have a beautiful day wherever you are. And if you're following the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast on your podcast listening app, I will talk to you again next week.